the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hello, friends. Welcome to Difference Makers on True Talk 800. Our very special guests in the studio today are old friends to me and to the station. We have Phyllis Bennett from Western Seminary, one of the leaders of the Women's Center for Studies. And we also have Sandy Snavely, who you may remember as being a Portland radio personality. And she's... They're very old. <laughs> <laughs> Always a pleasure to have you both here. And for those who may be less familiar with you, I'm going to lead off with you, Phyllis. Can you tell us about your upbringing and what eventually led God to draw you to Western Seminary, much less the Ignite Women's Conference, which is coming back, and we're very excited about it. We're going to spend the majority of the rest of this program getting to the nitty-gritty and the details and the really special aspects about this year's Ignite event and the theme is Roots for His Splendor. So welcome, Phyllis Bennett from Thank Western you. Seminary. Thank you. It's a delight to be here, Mike. Um, I grew up on the East Coast in Baltimore, Maryland, met Christ, gave my life to Christ in, um, when I was in eighth grade. And uh, just the, the, the joy of um, meeting him. And I, I saw the movie A Man Called Peter the night I gave my life to Christ. Um, which is the story of uh, Catherine Marshall, uh, pastor's wife. And that very night, I had a real heart's desire to become a pastor's wife someday, uh, which happened um, another 13 years later when I walked down the aisle and married um, Dave Bennett, who is now Dr. David Bennett, and um, wonderful pastor. He was my preaching pastor for a good number of years, and um, now he has a global job, which has allowed me to come to Western Seminary. I've been a director of women's ministries, most of uh, our ministry uh, experience together in churches, and now I'm the director of the Women's Center uh, for Ministry, which kind of allows me to shepherd the whole city and uh, get involved with all the directors of women's ministries as they are um, involved in, in their churches as well. And so what, I love my job. It's really fun. One of the neat aspects about... God bringing you, Phyllis Bennett, to Western Seminary is you didn't play the leader of the women's department role when you first came. So if anything, I think that gives you a better perspective of the whole rather than coming in in that one focused title. Actually, I was a student at Western first and got my Master of Divinity uh, degree there and then uh, went to New England and uh, where we pastored a church. And while we were there, I picked up my doctorate and effective women's ministries at Gordon-Conwell. And so it's really fun to be back on the West Coast. We actually moved for my job to bring us back to Western, since Dave has a global job now. And uh, I'm also a adjunct professor at Western. I teach two classes um, in the women's ministry track. I teach um, developing and delivering life-changing messages and developing uh, life-changing Bible study curriculum. So I I love those practical tools that I can put into women's hands and help them feel effective and uh, used well of the Lord um, as they go back into their churches and uh, hopefully with more tools than they came. Well, Western Seminary is well known in the Portland area for, for being an equipper 
of strong, solid biblical doctrine. In fact, we've had many friends come through these doors. Dennis Hayes, our station manager, was one of them. So, what about Western Seminary draw you to uh, drew you to the school in the first place, and what stood out about it compared to all these different places you've traveled across the country? Did you enjoy Western Seminary and the experience, and how has that flipped now that you're on the other end? I loved being a student at Western, and how I got there the very first time, we were getting ready to leave our church in the Portland area, and um, Dave was going to a a job working uh, as a a very interesting job for a a two-and-a-half-year period of time where he... Uh, research leadership and leadership development in the whole country of India. So he commuted to India for two and a half years. And during that time... I complain about my commute from Salem. He's commuted to India for two years? uh, Yeah, he (laughs) did. And then he'd come home and write up the interviews that he he, he had done. And during that time, I thought, okay, Lord, what am I supposed to do? And uh, I got a flyer that landed on my desk, and it was a flyer um, advertising... Uh, Gail McDonald, um, who is a, a famous pastor's wife on the East Coast, and she was going to be doing a retreat. And so I saw the flyer, and I called Western, and um, this woman named Rhonda it took me a, a whole year before I found Rhonda on campus because she was a woman who changed my life. And um, uh, she called me back. I was getting into my car uh, and ran back into the house, I could have so easily have missed the phone call. And she uh, uh, um, said, you know, Phil, we would love for you to come to this conference that, where Gail is speaking, but it's in the year 2000, and this was 1999 at the time. And I was so embarrassed because I had read the flyer wrong. So I asked her, um, what else do you have going at Western? Knowing that I would never, ever go to seminary because it was kind of a pledge I had made to myself. And she said, well... Beth Hislip is teaching her first women in ministry class. It happens to be at the beginning of the track. Um, and she's teaching it this Friday night and all day Saturday. And I'm sure she would let you join the class if you'd come Friday night, which was is actually not true for Western cl- classes. You have to sign up before you go to the class. But she was taking a little liberties for you. She was. And um, so I went to the class. I just thought, uh, I sat there Friday night and I thought, I love this. I could learn from Bev, and I have no idea what God's doing with my life. I'd I'd love to um, love to do this. So I I went, and um, um, Bev said that because Rhonda had falsely advertised, that she would have to find a way of letting me into the class, and that's how that was my first class. And the next semester, I took fourteen units and sixteen units, and by the time Dave was done his project, I was done my MDiv. Well, that was convenient. Yeah, it was really. It it just dovetailed well for us. It was, was, yeah, only as the Lord could possibly pull it together. And have you taken any of these experiences as a student, a reluctantly starting student, mind you, at Western Uh, Seminary? And have you been able to parlay them to any great messages to your current flock as a leader? Well, I, I, I always, I I spoke at our, our graduation, and here was my opening line. Uh, I never wanted to go to seminary. I always said that I um, uh, slept with a uh, concordance and ate uh, breakfast with a uh, a commentary and a rather handsome one at that, so why should I ever want to go to seminary? And um, so I challenge people that who think that they're not seminary material or 
they don't want to go to seminary or they're afraid of seminary, that um, they can jump in just like I did. And I loved it. I Once I got there, I thought, why in the world didn't I think of this before? It just so was so stimulating. I learned so much. And I had been teaching the Bible for a lot of years and just felt like I became so much more effective. So whether it's a kid's event or a men's type movement or something like that, I think that overall we can be reluctant to take that very first step. So have you been yes. able to parlay that reluctance versus obedience versus growth? Have you been able to, to take that whole big package and apply it to those you're inviting to ignite Roots for Her Splendor this year? Mm. That's a great question. That is Jump an in there, excellent Sandy. question. Um, you know, there are so many things that go on in the Portland, Vancouver area. I mean, we we are just a hotbed for great events. And so it's easy, I believe, for women who are so busy anyway to say, oh, I to cherry pick and say, well, I'll, I'll go to this, but I don't think I have time for that. And um, and to to get a little um, housebound or lifebound by saying, I don't know that I want to attend this one. But um, I think in terms of Ignite, I have yet to meet a woman who's attended Ignite who didn't say, this is the best thing I have gone to and I can't remember when, and that they were so so glad that they went, not just because it's a great day, but they went home with so much in their toolbox to take with them and to grow further. And so, and this year is going to be even better. And first and foremost, in our last two minutes here, it's the word of God touching hearts through open ears. And yes. maybe you've grown up with no church experience whatsoever, and all you know is either people you've seen who call themselves Christians or what you see on TV or radio or on the internet, for which I will profusely apologize for about (laughs) 95% of that. And I hope that our walk as brothers and sisters in Christ, as Christ followers, as true Christians, will help lead others to him, to Mm -hmm. our truth, and not not shun them away. Mm -hmm. We're speaking with radio personality and author uh, Sandy Snavely right now. So in our final minute or so, if there were one person that you would encourage to be brought to Ignite, who would you like to see that maybe the average listener wouldn't expect? You mean in terms of who is messaging um, at Ignite or who is attending? Uh, who who should we bring? Who should you who bring? Who should we get off our bring butts and not be afraid your to invite? daughters. Bring your daughters. Bring the young moms in your churches. Um, bring the women who are on the cusp of growth and bring the women who have been resistant to grow because it the value of Ignite encompasses everyone. But especially my heart would be bring those young moms because you will help them set their roots deep into the soil of God's word and love every minute doing it. When we return with Sandy Snavely and Phyllis Bennett, we're going to learn more about the specifics about Ignite. Root for His Splendor coming Saturday, March 14th to Vancouver Church on 78th Street in Vancouver. More details are on our website, kpdq.com.
You're listening to Difference Makers on True Talk 800 with our very special guests in the studio. It's Phyllis Bennett from Western Seminary and also from the Ignite Roots for His Splendor Women's Conference. It's a citywide Portland-Vancouver Women's Conference for all women longing to sink their roots deep into the soil of God's Word and to be saturated with Christ's immeasurable love, all for His splendor. Written very nicely on this card, none of which I can mm-hmm. take credit for. And I think sometimes, Sandy Snavely, when women in particular look at a fellowship or an encouragement event, it's easy to play the comparison game and say, oh, look, all these women are so perfect. I could never be next to them. I, don't th- I think that's a bit of a fallacy and an insecurity we need to address, wouldn't you? Absolutely. I think I wasted a good portion of my life feeling exactly those same things. And there's value to getting older because after a while you look back and say, I really wasn't much different than everybody else. We pretty much all struggle with the same things, especially as women. We know what it feels like to walk into a room and not know anybody and feel insecure. And we know what it feels like to feel like we um, aren't as smart as, aren't as pretty as, aren't as capable as. Um, We tend to compare ourselves to other people all the time. And some of the most confident, um, amazing women I know are also just as insecure as I am. So I think when we look at ourselves and say, you know what, this is what I do with insecurity. It has become a great fun practice for me because I battle insecurity, and I think I will my entire life here on earth. But I have come to the point where I stare my insecurity in the face and I say, you know what, I am heading this way. You're welcome to come along with me, or you can stay behind, but one way or another I'm going forward. Amen to that. Now, I don't want to spend too much time off on a social media tangent, but as the father of a teenage daughter and younger, do you believe that this current generation being so overly saturated with media and social media and the presence of everything on an instant's notice, do you think it might encourage younger women in particular to have raised false expectations of themselves and as a result, huge disappointments over the things that are really fairly common throughout history. Absolutely. It's it's a nasty world out there. Um, it's Yeah, absolutely. Social media has its incredible, wonderful things about it. It's wonderful for connecting with people, but it also um, provides a far um, larger audience, um, a, a far larger spectrum of people to compare yourself with. Don't you think so, Phyllis? Mm-hmm. That's absolutely true. That is, yes, that's absolutely so true. We, we have these stereotypes about men's events. Go to go back to the Promise Keepers age and about yes. women's events. Yes. But what you do with Ignite, particularly this year with the theme Roots for His Splendor, is different. So what I want you to do right now is continue to address the younger women who really need, if not more so than their older sister counterparts, to be coming to something like Ignite. Mm. Can you give us some good reasons why? I guess I'll go with you on this, Phyllis Bennett. Well, uh, I I think of young moms and uh, Marlene Ashworth, who's going to be teaching a lab session on rooting our children the next generation in God's word. And uh, I love this statement that she makes. As mothers in a world that thrives on the surface level, we will look at what happens when our children are not firmly rooted and how we can help develop roots that sink deep into 
faith, for support and nourishment. I'm thrilled with um, Marlene as a young mom, uh, challenging the young moms that will be coming to Ignite. Uh, and maybe you're out there and you hadn't even thought about coming, but you as a young mom need to be in, in this particular lab so that you can learn from Marlene how to challenge your, uh, challenge your young, young people that are right in your home. And here's another one. Um, I, I, we have just, Phyllis and I have just gotten to meet this young woman who's new to the Portland area, Gabby um, Viesca, who is from Mexico. She is so incredibly beautiful, very young, just took over as women's ministry leader at Cedar Mill. She is doing Exploring the Roots of Our Purpose, Passion, and Calling. And what better way for a young woman to plug into life than to be able to identify her destiny according to God's design? What is she gifted to do? What is her true passion? And is it too early to begin jumping into that passion like right now? So I'm, I am so excited about Gabby and what she is going to be presenting at Ignite. As a younger woman in Christ, she really seems to brought a spark to the Ignite team, hasn't she? Yeah. Oh, man. We're really yeah. thrilled to have her. Yeah, she's yeah. really fun. So, she is, so what do you yeah. love about Gabby most? And who do you think would be, if anyone came to Ignite, who would be the number one person or type of person who really ought to sit in on Gabby's session in person? Young moms. I I would love to see that place filled with young moms, young wives, because that's the time. I think any young mom out there listening can can testify to the fact that when you're busy raising children, you forget what your passion is. And then you think that you're on hold for 10 years until all of the kiddos are in school and, and moving somewhat decently on their own. And um, then maybe you can devote some time to what your passion and calling is, not realizing often reaching that passion and calling is um, experienced through the raising of your children, through the managing of your home, through the support of your husband. God tends to take those moments in your life and start shaping what he is designing in you for his glory. So, uh, bring, oh, young moms, go see, go sit under and, Gabby. And young singles. And I young would lo- singles. love to see oh, young singles word. go yes. and, and take that uh, uh, that lad from Gabby so that they can, yeah. uh, they're at that formative stage of life where they're trying to sense, what is my passion? Where am I going? What is my calling yeah. that God has uh, poured out on me and is uh, longing to raise me up for? Yeah. And not to be shy about it. I think it's so easy for us to be shy about what our calling is, to be afraid to say, you know what, I want to be a writer, or I want to um, go on mission trips, or I want to lead women, or whatever that passion is. The dream that God has put in your head and in your heart um, is not something that he wants us to hide under a rock. So why do we suppress that? Why do we tend to take our natural dreams and gifts and poo-poo them to the side and somberly say, until then, we'll have to get along somehow in the name of Jesus and, and serve him. And then after my kids are out of the house, then I'll have some fun and pursue the dream or write a book like you have. Why do we do that? Is it, is it society that does that to us? <laughs> no. Do we follow? Is, is, it, is it innate fear of challenges or well, rejection that makes us... Step back from the dreams God's given us. You know, I tend to have a few opinions, but just one or two, right? Just a, one or two, but I don't think we can blame the world on this. 
I think when the scriptures say that judgment begins with the house of God, he means it. And I think we do that to each other within the body of Christ because we misunderstand what humility is. And in our desire to be godly, in our desire to be humbly, we can often set ourselves up with false humility. Like if I say, it took me a long time, Mike, to tell people that I'm a writer because it felt so weird and it felt so wrong. And it was like, maybe I was going to be making people go, ooh, she's a writer. Well, I'm not saying I'm a good writer. I just say that I'm a writer, but I hope it's good. But the she's truth a of the matter is, <laughs> the truth of the matter is, I didn't make myself a writer. I didn't make myself um, a speaker. I didn't make myself any of these things. This was God's design. And so if I'm going to exalt him, I am going to exalt what he's called me to do. And if the passion for who is on the receiving end of what God has called me to do, if that if my passion is there for the cause of God's glory, I have nothing to build pride on in that. It's humbling. When we get to the point where we say, it is humbling of God that he would even use us in the first place. So, yeah. And, and a soapbox. And, and the position that I'm in uh, at Western, particularly helping to choose or, uh, the lab speakers, I love going after these women and finding their passion and giving them a place, uh, a platform whereby which they can express their passion. Yeah. Um, She's done a great job of that, by the yeah, way. You just, probably just, do Christmas shopping all throughout the year rather yeah. than wait till November. <laughs> like yeah, the majority it's of very, so You're it's always really looking for, for the next great exactly. young woman exactly. or, or, or older, more um, experienced woman in the Portland, Vancouver Yes, I think of Bethany Allen teaching, teaching on roots of relevance, truth-filled living in a world of the culturally correct. Wow. Yeah. She is a awesome. voice worth listening to. I, I think of uh, Taylor Turkington, another young woman, teaching on roots of confession. How do I spend time in God's word and allow it to be a constant sense of renewal because I'm confessing to the Lord places where I fall short of his glory. Um, Brianna Woods teaching on rooted in the rest of God and challenging us. How do we live that life of work and rest and get the balance that we need? I, one that I'm just um, so thrilled about is uh, uh, Robin Mount's teaching mm. on uh, overcoming the root of bitterness and unforgiveness. How many of us get stuck in that, whether we're 20 or 30 or 50 or 60? Yeah. And she, in incredible ways, expresses her own story and how God got her unstuck. I would challenge any woman who's thinking... Um, I'm a little un, I'm a little stuck in unforgiveness to go and hear Robin. Mm-hmm. That, that's a tough one, isn't it? It is a tough one. Yeah, yeah. It applies to all of us. Yeah, that's for sure. So, Phyllis Bennett, where do you stumble upon most of these women? Or where where has God given you these encounters to to find them and say you need to speak at Ignite? I, I meet um, a good number at Western as uh, Western graduates. Uh, I meet them because I spend a lot of time in the city with the directors of women's ministries, hanging out with them. And um, I'm always asking them who are the stars in your particular ministry um, that's coming up. Um, uh, kind of meet them how, wherever the Lord leads me, just in networking with women in the city. Well, working at Western Seminary, it helps to be connected, as it is for Phyllis Bennett, and also 
author Sandy Snavely of Ellie's Window. You can find out more about Sandy on her website. It's um, actually sandysnavely.net now. .net. Oh, you've got an update. Sandysnavely.net it is, and you're listening to Difference Makers on True Talk 800. One of the things I love about Difference Makers is being able to promote people who are expanding the Word of God to others who need to hear it. And two of those are Sandy Snavely and Phyllis Bennett from Western Seminary. Ignite, Roots for His Splendor, is coming to town. You know where Kingsway Christian School is in Vancouver? Well, uh, that's where Vancouver Church is, 78th Street, also known as Patton Parkway West. And that's the host venue of Ignite, Roots for His Splendor. Saturday, March 14th. Now, we've got tons of information linked up to our website at kpdq.com and truetalk800.com and the Fitch, etc. But one thing is I want to get into with you, Sandy and Phyllis, is you've got 21 different lab sessions. So you will have corporate worship together, and we're going to revisit Joy of Dance and your citywide worship team later on in the program. But I really want you to delve into the different speakers. And, and you know, as, as a homeschooling dad, I would hate going to these conventions and saying, oh, I've got to pick this guy over that guy, and then I'm going to miss out on that. But do you have any good solutions for those of us who are, who are used to conventions where things are going on simultaneously? Yeah, we are very excited that all of the lab outlines will be up online for a full month after the conference. And we have um, uh, all, uh, uh, everything can be downloaded as an MP3 or uh, as a CD. You can walk out the door with any lab that you wanted to go to that you couldn't go to. We'll put it right in your hands. Oh, that's fantastic. uh, Have you go out the door and then you can go home and get the lab outline. Or if you're an OCD note taker like myself who just flips, (laughs) if God forbid the pastor go to the next slide and I haven't gotten every single word down, then it's okay. There are notes and they're already there. So you can relax and enjoy and engage without having to play secretary or college note taker. Right. Yes. Yeah. Good, good, good. And just like last year, you've got a stunning spiral bound uh, bulletin program workbook that you hand out. Now, who's responsible for this piece of art? Let's give them some props where it's due. Well, we we have Kanine Stein to thank for putting together yes. our, our booklet. She unsung hero. Fabulous. Yes, Yay, she Kanine. is an un, unsung healer, hero behind the scenes. And then uh, our incredible graphic was put together by PJ on our staff, uh, mm-hmm. who actually is in the Sacramento area. And He's just a really gifted uh, graphic designer, and he puts up with Sandy and I <laughs> as we go back and forth and, and try nitpick to over every, every little, little thing. thing. And yes. then he's patient, and he pulls it off. Yeah, he does. He, yeah, he that reminds does. me of, of Rob, your video producer, went from when we went to do John, the, John, 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 J, John, John, my bad. Yeah. Man, I'm off, I'm just off today. I apologize That's for that. That's okay. John, the video guy, he was just so disarmingly yeah. friendly and encouraging when we were filming a video segment over and at Western Seminary. And the video segment is going to be phenomenal. Yes. People, women will love it. Yeah, with Georgine Rice doing some interviews with three women who mm-hmm. um, are well-rooted and have much to share with us. And, and I don't know where you find them, Phyllis Bennett of Western Seminary, but <laughs> talk about three ringers when it comes to a diversity in... Age, ethnicity, experience. I mean, Ignite really is a women's conference for all women. It is. All ages. It's colorful. Yes. It's colorful. That is so much our heart. God painted us a variety of different colors, and they're all going to be there. Amen to that. So educate us more specifically on some of the other breakout 
labs and these sessions that maybe would have helped you out had you had an Ignite available to you as, say, a young bride? Well, I... I'm going to um, share just a real quick little story of my own life over this past year. Go right ahead, that Sandy. I was in a car accident in October, and I don't normally I think of myself as a fearful person. But the thing that happened, one of the after effects of this car accident, was it left me pretty much paralyzed by fear when it came to getting in a car and driving again. I was having flashbacks of the accident. I was feeling like on the verge of panic while riding in the car with someone else who was driving. I didn't want to drive, didn't drive at night. I was sharing that with a group of us right before we had our lab speakers dinner. And one of the women was... Phyllis was there, but also one of our lab session speakers, Julie Tatama, was there. Her session is From Fearful to Fearless, Rooted and Grounded in Love. We shared a variety of things. We prayed over the speaker's night. When we were finished, Julie looked at me and said, Sandy, I really want to pray for you specifically right now regarding your fear. And so she prayed over me. And I have not had one flashback since. I am completely fearless driving again. In fact, Phyllis and I were in the car just the other day, and there was a man behind me who was um, doing some road rage, a serious, severe <laughs> road rage. And if that had not happened through Julie, I would have pulled to the side of the road and cried and not been able to go on. And But I was able to think it through, handle it, shook a little bit. When he was gone, he was gone, and we were done and back um, to driving again. So there is power through prayer, and I am so amazed at the insight that Julie Tatama has into dealing with fear. So I've experienced what she has to offer, but I can't recommend that more highly. I know so many women who deal with fear. It was good for me to experience what that's like because I don't often deal with fear, but now I get it. Well, you're a strong, bold woman. <laughs> I, I actually, for what it's worth, you both look great today, but I'm especially oh, impressed you. by you, Sandy, knowing that accident because your husband actually had a dash cam yes. in your car when this happened. So yes. having witnessed this accident on video, it's yeah. really quite amazing that Sandy is alive to share about yeah. That was some hit. It was a huge hit. And so um, I I have such gratitude for how God has gifted Julie Tatama and what a huge difference she's made in my life. So ladies, if you're dealing with fear, that is really a workshop you need to attend. Absolutely. And who else, Phyllis Bennett, are, are the must-sees? Now, granted, of these 21 different speakers, you want to experience all of them to some degree, whether it's live or from the resources that Ignite is going to provide afterwards. So you won't miss anything. But if you had to, to pick another one that you personally would love to sit in on, who would you pick, Phyllis? I think I would pick Sandy Wilson's Staying Healthy in a Sexualized Society, an Overview of Sexual Issues that women face. I had so much fun asking Sandy about doing this particular one. And I said, could you in 50 minutes include, uh, because I talked to so many women who struggle in the sexual areas and, and their quiet little conversations off in a corner, nobody wants to uh, speak them out loud. But um, the, the whole issues of um, 
living in our sex-crazed society, husbands involved with pornography, infidelity, uh, same-sex attraction. Uh, Can you speak to that issue, dealing with our own temptations and wanting to know how to help our children deal with theirs? There's so many areas in the the sexualized area. And so I asked her, can you cover all that in 50 minutes? So she is rising to the challenge and I can hardly wait to go to that See, particular that, that's lab. a big challenge indeed. And what I'm most encouraged about, Phyllis, is the fact that we're not neglecting the white elephant in the room. Yes. Okay. So, so yes, we don't want to put ideas and, and lustful thoughts in front of our kids before they are emotionally and spiritually ready. However, neither do we want them blindsided by the world or getting the world or a secular viewpoint and worldview before they hear it from us. Yes. And what what does the Bible speak on this? And Sandy does a great job, particularly at helping uh, women understand that, that a desire for a satisfying sexual relationship in marriage is so much God's idea and how to bring that to fruition, what's your part as a wife and how to respond to a, to a husband. I She's just phenomenal in this whole area. I wonder how packed that particular room is going to be. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited well, for it's because It's because you've made it okay to have this conversation yeah. and this discussion. We want, we want and women. I love that. We want there, women to have this conversation. There are several of the um, of the lab sessions that really do speak to some pretty tough issues. Um, overcoming the pain of abortion, which is a huge issue in our churches. We have a lot of women in every single church. We cannot be blind to it, or those women will never grow past the pain of having experienced uh, an abortion. And so Mindy is going to be leading that. She um, leads the heart program at Pregnancy Resource Centers, and she's phenomenal. And um, uh, kind of comparable, a domestic overcoming um, domestic abuse yes. recovery, and uh, Sandra, uh, Sandra Le- um, Le- Barnes will be speaking to that issue. Bev Hislip will be doing one on shepherding women in pain and helping us to, how, how do we shepherd others that are in pain so that we don't just leave them on our doorstep weeping and crying and not knowing how to get them to take the next step in life. Mm-hmm. God bless. Keep you in prayer. Pat you on the back and I'm gone, right? Yeah. So, so Roots actually, go deep. Those yeah. two really seem to go hand in hand to me. And if anything, I love the fact that you're encouraging an individual strong walk, not only with the Lord and being in your Bible, but with other women and accountability. Because, you know, yes. if there's any book that is misquoted and misused and taken out of context in the way of an, a weapon by an abuser, it's the Bible. Yes. Sad but true. Sadly so. Uh, so, Sadly so I hope so. and pray that these different labs and local area teachers can really help biblically empower the average woman from the Portland-Vancouver area to be strong in her faith and be able to stand up when things are being misused. And you'll find out more about this and the other great local Portland, Vancouver, citywide speakers coming to Ignite. Roots for His Splendor, Saturday, March 14th. It'll be over at Vancouver Church in the Kingsway Christian School area of Vancouver. More information is on our website, kpdq.com, and you're listening to Difference Makers on True Talk 800.
Welcome back to Difference Makers on True Talk 800. Sandy Snavely and Phyllis Bennett are old friends from Western Seminary, and they are leading the Portland-Vancouver Citywide Women's Conference for All Women. This year, Ignite's sub-theme is Roots for His Splendor. It's coming up Saturday, March 14th, over at Vancouver Church slash Kingsway Christian School on 78th Street, Patton Parkway West, in the Couve. More details and information are at our website, kpdq.com. And earlier on, Sandy and Phyllis, you were sharing about the many different speakers you have leading your 21 lab sessions. And fortunately, because of your resources in print and online, you don't have to miss anything by going to one session instead of another. Right. Right. But, you know, there are also so many other things going on along with those lab sessions. Those lab sessions will be taking place in the morning and then also in the afternoon. But we have incredible plenary sessions where all the women are together. And that is going to be such an exciting because it is packed with um, with just so mi- such a great variety of experience in worship and in teaching. It's beautiful. It's just beautiful. And I, I think Phyllis, um, ha, as always, has done just such a phenomenal job of keeping those plenary gatherings um, exciting f- from beginning to end. So while there are different specialized break, breakout lab sessions, Phyllis, what is it going to mean when... The Lord has all these women together in the same room at once. What kind of a difference does he tend to do? You've been, you've been doing these for years. So, so what do you see that's different when you have your sisterhood there in Mass? Well, the opportunity to experience Christ in worship is phenomenal. When we are coming from uh, different uh, varieties of ages and ethnic backgrounds, churches, uh, different church experiences— To come and worship together, we have a worship team of 10 women leading us from uh, all over the city, from east, west, and uh, up in the Vancouver area. So this is a combined team of different congregations. They represent the whole area. uh, Yeah, absolutely. From violin to to keys to guitar, it's it's a phenomenal group of women. Under Lisa Reef is um, our our leader, and she does a, a phenomenal job of drawing these women together who had never met each other before right. and had, turning them into a team. Well, the church can also often be seen as being so divisive. So why don't you boast on the different churches represented by this combined worship team that you're hosting? Oh, we have Natalie Tidswell, who um, is now attending Abundant Life. I believe she's leading worship there. She actually is a graduate from Hillsong International in Australia. Well, that's exciting. And um, Joe Haley from Rolling Hills Community Church. Um, Amy Amy Forstrom from... um, New Heights, uh, where I hang out, uh, just uh, just a, a, a wonderful keyboardist. She actually leads worship um, often, frequently at um, New Heights North, and here she is coming under someone else's leadership. Allison um, Alley Gadbaugh, she's a dear friend, as well as Natalie Tidswell. I love these gals. She is now um, involved with worship over in Battleground, Washington. Incredible, incredible musician. 
I wonder if it's somewhat liberating to be able to just jam and play or sing they have a blast. versus they having do. to lead and make sure all the slides and the lyrics <laughs> yes, are up and the soundboards. Okay, yeah. I wonder if some of them actually have more fun doing a combined they do, worship because yeah. they, they can just play. They or become sing. family. This 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 group of gals did not know each other. Lisa Reef brought them all together, and they are like cemented. They're joined at the hip. These and gals. they have a real vision for uh, leading oh. uh, citywide worship. That's just really their heart and their passion yeah and then they're joined by joy of dance Ooh. which are such they're such a gift to us they uh, they're from battleground washington they're a christian um radio uh, excuse me dance studio uh and um a touring company and um all of these women have a passion to raise up young women uh with a passion to get uh Others in the presence of Christ. And I'd like to interject something there on the joy of dance because um, there are little pockets around um, Christianity within our churches where, you know, there's a split feeling between dance and not dance, whether this is biblical or whether it's not. I am telling you, when you watch these gals dance, they they just have a way of ushering you to the throne, of putting movement that is so appropriate and beautiful and using movement to illustrate the glory of God. They are amazing. And we add all of these elements. We have a drama. We have a, a young dramatist, Sandy and I. Oh, she's so, awesome. We are so thrilled uh, with uh, God's provision of her. And uh, that will be in the second plenary. Uh, we add all these different pieces uh, within the uh, two plenary sessions from 9 to noon and then 2.30 to 4.15. And then Karen Howes, we put oh. her right in the middle of it as our keynote speaker. She is uh, um, g- gifted in the business community as well as in the Christian community. It's one of the things I love about her and uh, uh, so much want her, wanted her to be our keynote because of moving in both directions. It seems like Karen House was, was a big coup for you in particular, Phyllis Bennett, in being able to get her to be your keynote speaker. So can you give us a little bit of a more uh, strong background of who Karen House is and where we might have heard about her from? Marketplace Women. Yes. Go ahead. No, no go ahead. <laughs> uh, well, um, she also um, preaches. <laughs> She is so studied in the Word of God, and we went to see her speak to um, to a, a group of businesswomen at a luncheon about a year or so ago, and I was so blown away by the way she is able to so easily infuse biblical principles into business practice. And because her life um, really is interwoven, the Word of God weaves through her in such a perfect webbing that everything she does pours out of her love for Christ. And um, so it's she she is wonderful. So when you saw, and keep in, keep it in mind, Sandy Snavely, you see a lot of people speak. So for one to touch you so profoundly means she's probably she's somewhat good. special. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's very, pretty very special. special. She's yeah, pretty you special. will not be sorry. <laughs> There's yes. a book written by yes. Nancy Pierce called Total Truths, and, and it addresses the fact that as Christ followers, we really need to purpose not to compartmentalize God onto Sunday only and then exactly. blow him off Monday through Saturday. So I'm especially thankful that you were able to land a Karen House who can do so successfully in the business world yeah. as well as a sister in Christ. Absolutely. And she's been through a lot of suffering 
Yes. She's so real and recent suffering. I won't steal her thunder, but um, you need to come and hear her most recent story that's been happening for her just in the last month. Mm-hmm. And so many of us have been praying, praying with her as there's been a, 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 um, a challenge, challenges right within her own family. I, I, one other thing I would love to bring up, uh, and that is that uh, during our lunch break and at, at other times, we'll have uh, 13 organizations represented in our lobby that will, um, that uh, many of them are the ministering to women in, the, in our city streets. Uh, f- uh, and uh, it's Who's a coming? Fun, fun, Bo- boast on them. They're supporting and sponsoring Ignite and being pregnancy there. Pregnancy resource present. centers. Um, I believe Portland Rescue Mission is going yes. to be there. Uh-huh. Yes. Um, take, take the rest away. Uh, shared hope. Oh gosh, um, yes. we're uh, uh, fighting against the sex traffic. Uh, joining them this year is um, um, youth. Uh, I'm going to have to, um, yeah. And that's quite all right. Ignite is youth, coming. Youth ending slavery. Um, yes, and and they too are fighting against the sex trade as as uh, young uh, young people. Mm-hmm. So, Tough stuff ministries. Um, incredible uh, way that they walk women through the difficulty of um, sexual ab- abuse, sexual oh, addiction in marriage. And, and there are and plenty more. And the only way you're going to fully find out about it is if you go to Ignite Roots for His Splendor, Saturday, March 14th, coming to Vancouver Church <laughs> Kingsway Christian School in the Cove, 78th Street, also known as Patton Parkway West. We've got all the details on getting your tickets and directions at kpdq.com. So I want to thank Phyllis Bennett and Sandy Snaley from Western Seminaries. So much for all of you do for the women in the Portland-Vancouver area. And I pray that Ignite, Roots for Her Splendor, touches them in ways that they've never been reached before. So God bless you both. So thrilled to be here. Thank you for your efforts. And we'll keep Karen Howells and her family in prayer as well. And thanks so much for joining Difference Makers on True Talk 800. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 